1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies.
2: Which teams will rise from the chaos?
0: Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
3: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash business gold card. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect.
0: I'm 19, strong,
3: and asthmatic, and at higher risk Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
5: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
1: Look, we want to make a movie. Paramount is going to come crashing
4: down. We need hits. I got no cast, no Petito, Brando. He's
1: a nutcase.
4: Can one thing go right with this picture? This movie makes my people look like animals, and that ain't going to happen. I'm
1: not running.
0: The playoffs are here, and you can get into action right now with DraftKings Sportsbook, who is back with another fire offer. This week, new customers can bet $5 on
2: any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what.
6: All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet during the first round with the same game parlays. You know we're offering up our picks each week, so stay tuned this week to see what we're riding with.
2: For those interested in daily fantasy sports contests,
6: DraftKings has huge cash prizes up for grabs throughout the playoffs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code SMOKE. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win that game during the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code SMOKE at DraftKings Sportsbook. Definitely not having Simmons for Brooklyn also is a big problem. This guy just don't want to play. Man, you still sitting on the sidelines, probably worrying about some lawsuits.
7: Cool in the Jimmy Hendrix sunglasses, chilling in the SpongeBobbers type outfit. I mean,
6: come on, man. What's up, world? Welcome to this episode of What's Burning? Shout out my brother Matt, he ain't here right now, but I got the big diplomat, my other brother, Jelani McCoy, J-Mac in, filling in for my brother. So let's get right to it, my boy, status check, NBA NBA playoff latest, Celtics and Nets. I can't really be mad for the simple fact that they're definitely outplaying Brooklyn and they're being outcoached. Tatum has taken the challenge uh, to guard KD and to step up on both ends. He's definitely looking like the better player in this series. I can't yeah. hate on that, the the Celtics the are the way more physical team, I can't hate hate on that, but what I can, can hate on is Steve Nash, he is doing a terrible job coaching. You want to throw Blake in there, the last minutes of the game, and see how quick he turns it around and start getting a different feel? You got Blake and LaMarcus Argers on the sideline, I don't care if they old or not, they have the experience, they physical, and they know how to play in these type of games, so, He's definitely get our coach, but I give all the credit to uh, the young guys in Boston and, uh, and, uh, uh, the head coach they're doing a great job
7: absolutely i think at some point in time we got to start talking about coach nash you know very beloved as a player um but right, as of right now he's on he's on the coaching he's on the sideline making a couple of questionable decisions like to your point i think that between lamarcus and blake they could have squeezed out of 15 20 minutes out of the power forward center positions regardless mm-hmm. of what the points of rebound position look like but Another point you spoke to is, this, is it about time we start looking at the Celtics as the formula for winning? You know, we, like you said, we can't be mad at it. They won through the draft, uh, Danny Ainge won through the draft. Obviously, Brad Stevens went to the front office and took over the, uh, the, the, driver's, the driver's seat, but they won through the draft. They didn't do it through free agency. Um uh you gotta take your hat off to what they're getting down. Best tef- best defense in the league. They got an identity on offense now as opposed to two talented ISO players just trying to outdo each other. You know, as much as it pains me and you to to, you know, give this to E and Nasty Nate, it might be time that we you know give them at least a hat tip out there in Boston, even though it pains me to say that.
6: Oh yeah, I mean that that and that's just what it is, bro. They got the defensive player of the year. They just a the better team and they showing it right now. And uh, we take our hats off to them. Next team, Heat and Hawks. Heat up 3-1. They came in Atlanta and got one. Uh, Jimmy Butler's been playing great. Um, I knew uh, Miami was going to win this series. Miami is focused on the championship. They weren't choked yes. uh, focused on getting to the playoffs. They weren't focused on getting out of the first round the second round out of out of West or the Eastern conference finals. They weren't about winning the championship. They got the experience, they got the team with Kyle Lowry and Jimmy on that t- uh, with Jimmy Butler on that team. They have the championship championship experience they need cuz both of these guys are all-stars. Both of these guys are proven in this league and they know how to win great coach in Spolstra, um, it's over for Atlanta in this game.
7: Yeah, I mean, Atlanta's an appetizer right now. They might be the, you know, they might be the truffle fries to, to, for, for uh, you know, the um, the Heat to get to their next their next entree. But I watched a couple positions. I watched a lot of that Heat game, and they're dialed in on defense, man. Their attention to detail, the wing players, the way they're adjusting and funneling, funnel, funneling people to their uh, principles. Bam Adebayo can obviously switch out on the floor. We've talked about it on the show how he's versatile and obviously can protect the rim. Jimmy's out there. They're just bullying. They're bullying Trey. They're bullying the young Hawks. They're not giving them an opportunity to succeed at any level, whether that's bringing the ball up and he's getting passed off to another person. And then by the time he gets to the half court, he has to deal with Jimmy and somebody else. So it's a lot like how you got to play Steph. I feel like Trey Young's gonna have to, you know, sit with this one and have a big offseason where he starts addressing issues with his body. Like remember when Steph came back with a little more cap when yep. when he was a little skinny, I think Trey Young's gonna have to look at some doing something like that, or he's gonna end up shooting half court shots, you know what I mean, the rest of his career.
6: Yep, and they gave um that hundred million, you know, I'm happy he got his money. But uh that wasn't the batman, I mean that wasn't the Robin to being the Batman to Trey Young. You know what you're what not I mean? a fan uh, of that, Trey. Yeah, you're not a fan yeah, of that trade. Nah, Trey need yeah. a wingman, another guy, a bigger player that can make more plays. Next team we'll go to a Sixers and Raptors, man. Uh, the, Toronto was able to squeeze one out game four at home. Embiid um, playing hurt, but I, I, I see um, Philadelphia closing this series out. Embiid is just too much right now. Still waiting to see mm-hmm. what player James Harden is going to be. Actually, mm-hmm. Maxie has been the second best player in this series behind Embiid. He's been playing well. Even Tobias Harris has been playing well. Like I said, uh, Toronto showed a little signs. Every Any team can get one at home because of the crowd in the field. But uh, Philadelphia is going to end this thing next game.
7: Yeah, Doc Rivers is back in that 3-1 situation. I hope that, you know, they don't give any more weight to that. But like you said, um, the uh, Embiid is just too much, even a halfway J- interest to James or out of shape or whatever is going on with James is too much for the Raptors to deal with. You got one at home. Like you said, everybody's excited in the six. You know, there's the exchange between Champagne and Joey uh, Joel after the game. But at the end of the day, I think that's going to be the highlight of this series. No disrespect
6: facts next in the east last one we'll go with bucks and bulls man the bucks up 3-1 chicago was feeling good they got that one win in man mm-hmm. thought they were gonna do something but once again the greek freak the most dominant player since Shaq. um he got it on his mind he can take over games and from the first round and second round he definitely can do that as great as he is great coaching with bud bud is a great a great coach they pay attention to yeah. detail i've been coached by bud and i've been i've seen the scouting reports that he he prepared before games and you know everything the team like to do which way they like to go every every move they like to make you know everything that you need to know to guard somebody and uh but bud is one of the best at that you know, Milwaukee's definitely going close the series out, too, at home. Yep. Nothing else to say there. It
7: was good they didn't get embarrassed to <laughs> had to sweep. I know Bud, you know, uh, Darvin Ham was over there. I believe Darvin Ham, still is longtime assistant. Shout out d Ham, my dog. But like you said, too much attention to detail, too much playoff experience, too much Greek freak. Grayson Allen is playing a role in these playoffs, ironically. You know what I mean? For how much humdrum there is about him, he's carved out a nice niche. In the absence of P.J. Tucker, it's not P.J. Tucker, but he's, it's Grayson Allen's version of what that role should be, giving him right. a little bit more offense. It's, I think it's going to play out well in the playoffs. So that series is over. I just hope Zach and DeMar can rest up, you know what I mean, in the offseason to make another run. Caruso getting hit. We'll talk about injury injuries later. I think that Chicago has just been through too much. And, yeah, that's, that, that series is over.
6: One more thing before we leave the East, you know, we we recording this on the Monday, bro, but hey, check this out. The Celtics could be 4-0 when this come out. They could be sweeping boys, and, and, and uh, Philadelphia could be done with Toronto, too. What you think about that?
7: Facts. I mean, like, it could, like, by the time, you know, like, by the, exactly what you said, by the time this comes out, that broom could be out. The Swifter, the broom, the little robot, whatever, you know, goes across the floor these days to get people up out of here and get the, you know good people in the trash can, but they could be uh, on the beach somewhere in just a few, in just a couple of hours here.
6: Moving on to the West Coast, uh, we got the Warriors Nuggets. Man, the Warriors team is finally healthy. The team we want to see—they playing like it. They up three-one against the Nuggets, going home. I definitely see it Steph and Clay having a big game, finishing this thing out. Jokic has been great, but he's just not enough. Uh, I mm-hmm. think Draymond Green is showing why he's so important to that team, being able to make these big plays and 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 defend Jokic, especially. In the, in the in the pivotal moments of the game, last two minutes of the game, he manning up and guarding one-on-one. I think that's big for this team, but they're showing a lot of signs of the championship team that we've seen in the past, and uh, I'm happy to see them back. I'm happy to see them all healthy, winning, and feeling good about themselves because the league needed. I know I'm a warrior for life uh, as being an alumni, but uh, it's going to be a tough game for them to close out because uh, I know Jokic and Denver is not going to go easy. Yeah, they got to –
7: motivated MVP candidate that doesn't want to go out on his home court. I agree with you completely about the Warriors. It's good to see Draymond turned back up. It's good to see the full contingent out there on the court, Draymond, Steph, Clay being available. Obviously, Poole has done a great job and um, put himself into, but they got a lot, Kaminga, those young players, that got a lot of experience while Steph was out, while Dre is out. They're able to keep themselves focused and when they get an opportunity in the game and big games during playoffs, shout out to those young kids. They're having their moments. So I can't imagine that being a bad thing for the Warriors moving forward. The Nuggets, they don't have their full compliments that they usually work with. But like you said, Jokic is the MVP. He might be able to pull another one out on home, depending on what's going on, on the Warriors situation. But the Warriors should take care of business Uh, and not to like, again, not in the near future.
6: We're going to go on to the Suns and Pelicans. This is a surprise series for a lot of people because of the injury to Devin Booker. And um, it's showing how important he is to this team. But I got to give props to Willie Green and the Pelicans Mm -hmm. because regardless who's on the court, these guys are coming prepared. They're competing. They're a young team, a real young team. And a lot of these guys, just their first time experience in the playoffs. So to be without Zion, a new team, a young coach, and to be able to compete with the best team in the league, to be 2-2 regardless who's on the court right now. They still have Chris Paul. Kudos to them, man. Shouts out to them, man, for, for being ready to play and stepping up to the moment. I don't know how long Booker's going to be out, um, but they definitely need him, as you, as you see. But if he's mm-hmm. if he don't come back in this series, it's going to be hard for Phoenix to get out of this one.
7: It's going to be a problem, El Cinco. You already, you already know that. That matchup with uh, Valachunas and um, Jackson Hayes, them at the four and five, I feel like is a, is, is a lot for for them to deal with right now. Willie Green has, you know, has done a great job with, with the lineups and getting the matchups that he thinks that he needs. Obviously, Devin Booker not being there, there's a big hole. Crowder didn't have a great start to the playoffs. I think he hit like he finally hit his first three last game. He's been able to do some things defensively well like that he normally does. But I think they got a problem, you know. What's going to be the issue is is Alvarado. The Alvarado CP3 thing is a thing for this series. You know how every series has a backstory... He is getting on CP3's last nerves. You know what I mean. I just love everything about him. He was the ACC player, the defensive player of the year. I love the hair and the bun in the New York. He's just not fearful, like you <laughs> said. Uh, like <laughs> he fits with that young team. He's not fearful. He got him with the with the with the with the jive ass thing he does when he pokes the ball from behind you. CP3 didn't think he was gonna be able to get him. He seems to know about the situation. He knows this is a good time to play himself into some money, Jack. Get us some type of identity, but with the fan base, be a favorite, you know, a fan favorite. So I just want to keep, I just think we should keep an eye on that situation. And like you said, uh, nobody thought the Pelicans, the Pelicans been through a lot from the 12th seed into the play-in, into these moments. I think they're primed and ready for a situation where if a superstar falls out, I think because they're young, they don't know no better, and this this this, this could be our, fir- our first round upset.
6: Shout out CJ McCullough too for for, for leading these young boys and uh, yeah. carrying the team right now. He' balling. Grizzlies T Wolves, man, I, I see this one going seven. You look at game one because um, the stars are showing up in this series. Game one, the start one of the stars from Minnesota, uh, mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards stepped up. He had a big game, forty point game. Game one, game two, you seen that Ja wasn't going like that. He told everybody, stay calm, don't even worry about it. They get to Minnesota. Minnesota get off to a good start, but the star again. Ja shows up again and carries his team to a comeback win in Minnesota. Game four, the other star in Minnesota, Cap, was like, nah, it ain't going down. He has the pulse of that team? He's done it. A- so the stars yeah. are showing up in this series. I see it going seven, but it's a good series to watch. This has
7: been one of my favorite series to watch. To watch the maturation of Cat uh, during this playoff series because he could have easily laid a laid an egg. He didn't have the best start. Um, the way, like you said, the stars are showing up and providing moments. Not you know, not one the relinquish any type of advantage. I think this is this is up there uh with one of the better series that we've seen this postseason. We obviously know Jaw's gonna step to the table. He's know probably gonna have some signature moments by the end of this playoff series at the end of this playoff season. But like Desmond Bain, didn't he go like two straight games hitting seven threes or yes. something like that during the season. So again, stack you played in the playoffs We both played in the league. There are times in the playoffs where you can play yourself into a bag from one playoff series, playing in a pressurized situation. We know a lot of guys, a lot of guys even... Not as talented as guys in contract situations, but the fact that they came through in those playoff series for fan bases and became fan, fan favorites. They were able to play that to a couple of multi-year contract. You know what I mean? For a little bit of stability. So I think that's an opportunity for a guy on Memphis or the Wolves team. Uh, there's a couple of players that are in those situations. So that should be you know there should be an asterisk next to that series because it's been a good one and it should continue
6: to be. Yeah, definitely gonna be a good one. I'm tuned into that one.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time
2: for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood,
0: and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and
8: ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 Million Black Businesses helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com B-E-N.
3: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash business gold
5: card. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower
6: the Jazz and Mavs. Hey man, I'm I'm just gonna start it with saying by I'm upset with J. Kidd. Let me tell you why mm. I'm upset with let me tell you why I'm upset with J. Kidd. You go and you go up in the series 2-1. You win the first game in Utah. Brunson is balling. He is carrying his team. Luka is still injured, but Luke is getting the chance to rest. And you bring Luca back game four. And y'all end up having a letdown because Brunson had to take the seat back to Luca. You gotta ride that wave. You gotta let Brunson continue to roll and give Luca another another game to rest. And then that just in case he could have rested you, y'all could have sealed it at home. But yeah. I, they made a bad decision with bringing Luca back that game. They should have let Brunson rock out. But shot out, shot out to Bondanovic. He is really taking the uh the challenge to guard Luca. He's picking him up full court, getting steals, trying to get push-offs on Luca. Luca's still killing him. But he taking the challenge, and uh, and they playing well. Donovan Mitchell and the big fella played well to seal that game the other day. But uh, I think if the if the if the Mavericks would have let Brunson rock again on the road just to see, because they was yeah. rolling with, uh, without without Luca and gave Luca an extra day to rest, I think they'll be going home three one instead of two two.
7: Yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, if J Kid, if Luca is probably putting a lot of pressure on J Kidd, if J Kid don't want to lose, let no playoff game in his first stint. If there's some of, you know, if Luca is, some type of Luca is available. I I, I get it. That's a 50 50. Uh, but to your point, uh, Jalen Brunson has been balling. You know what I mean? And he, he has the pulse of that team. He's done a great job in Luca's absence. He kind of done a great job under the tutelage of J-Kid, But you know, that's to, to I could I could easily understand the you know J.K. being sweating about getting Luca back into the lineup because I'm pretty sure it was coming from on high. Luca, he probably was second guessing like if I'm gonna go out, I might as well go out. You know, with Luca, but you you do have there is some uh, validity to your point about you know protecting your superstar and the fact that Brunson was playing so well.
6: Let's talk about injuries, man. How important injuries are to the playoffs. I always talk about. When we won the championship in 03, we went we ran through that. We ran to Dallas in the Western Conference Finals, and Dirk got hurt. That was a big load off us. You know, we ended up winning four or two. But I know everybody and their mama know it would have been a different series if Dirk would have been there, right? I'm not mm-hmm. saying they would have won, but you know, what I'm saying it might not have been four or two. We probably would have been seven games. But having Embiid out, having Steph out, having Simmons out, having Booker out, and having Middleton out. That is all stars. That is all key players mm-hmm. to teams, you know. And uh, I I really think that Phoenix is going to feel it the most, you know, not having Booker, uh, his scoring, his leadership on the team. They don't even have, close to have another player that can go out there and get buckets like he can. And mm-hmm. uh, as you see in this series, is uh, it's taking a lot of pressure off New Orleans on defense because they don't have to worry about their problem coming down and getting 30 to 40 every night. Right. They, they, they can right. they can really focus on Chris Paul, his playmaking and try to see yeah. what other guys are, are, are ready to step up and beat you. And they, yeah. and, they, and they don't have guys that's ready to do that right now. But so for me, you know, um, definitely not having uh, Simmons for Brooklyn also is a big problem. Um, but with me, it's not the same as Embiid and Booker middle Middleton. It's not the same. This guy just don't want to play. I mean, you want to you right. want to show video, you want to show videos of, of Duncan. But you can't, you could. Why you, why you can't do that in the game? I just don't get that. Your team is at the point where the season's about to be ended by Boston, mm. and man, you still sitting on the sidelines, probably worrying about some lawsuits you got to get some money, or I don't know what's going on. But yeah. I would not want to be his teammate right now because I know I'd be speaking my mind to him, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't like it.
7: Man, it's tough it's tough to 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 not have an opinion on how things are going if we're in the locker room together if we on the team together it's like i'm trying to hold you down it's like i oh, mean come on man i'm not asking that you come out here and you know give me a double double but if you can come out here and play 15 minutes help out on the defense, some of the defensive responsibilities, some of the ball handling. We already talked about injuries and nobody's healthy and how we both played through injuries. You played a lot more minutes heavy with a lot more responsibilities than I have, but it can be done. These are the moments that the playoffs are about and Bede is doing it with a hand. That means everything. So so although Steph is out on the court, uh, we still know that he's not at a hundred percent. Booker, Middleton, Zion for Pete's sakes. You know what I mean? We can't even get, Zion is trying to get on the court Going between the legs, letting people know he wants to rock. You know what I mean? Sitting on the sideline thirsty. I just don't see the thirstiness and Bill Simmons on the sideline, cool in the Jimmy Hendrix sunglasses, chilling in the SpongeBob-ish type outfit. It's not enough urgency for me considering what, what that team has already been through for the coaches and the front office people that have put their jobs on the line to put the young Memphis team room, just a little bit of appreciation and activity, I feel like would have went a long way as far as the Ben Simmons uh, saga goes. But again, to your great point, injuries have always been a a point of the game, uh, a part of the game, especially in the playoffs. But, you know what I mean? As, as far as it goes with Ben, we would like to see him at least try. I don't even care if he's, there's video of him trying and then his back hurts and they pull him out. At least that does help us in the locker room and the sideline with the fellas. I don't know what their plans are offseason. Off if he's going to be there, like he's still going to have some type of buy-in with with, with the guys. So, injuries are a part. I think they're going to have a, play a bigger part in this playoffs. We, we don't know if anybody else is going to get hurt moving forward. So, like, you had another great point about CP3 having to make an adjustment because he usually chills to the fourth quarter, and then he starts turning on his offense. But right now, he doesn't have D-Book to take over that first, second, and third quarter, and he's going to be hella stressed out by the time he gets to the fourth and he's playing against Alvarado. So, injuries are going to be a major factor moving forward.
6: And, and, and to close, Middleton, Milwaukee, yeah. we got to watch, watch that because Middleton is definitely their closer. And they need him in those closing moments because the Greek, Greek can only do so much as playmaking. So we need to watch that as well. Good call. On the Radar, presented to you by DraftKings. Injuries and storylines shape up the latest odds for conference winners. The conference winners for the Eastern Conference. They have Boston plus 135, Miami plus 300, Milwaukee plus 350, and Philly plus 390. Which one of them odds are you taking, j
7: Ooh, after I seen what I seen from Miami, in the, in the last, if it can carry over, like I always try to take a chance. I know it's easy to say Boston and Milwaukee and a couple of the safe players, but I always take a chance with some of my picks, so I'm going to roll with those Miami odds.
6: Yeah, I'm going to go with Miami too on that one. I, I like the way they, if, if Justin, just the way it's shaping out right now, they'll be matching up with Boston. I like the way they match up with Boston, not, not sure if they can beat Boston. But I like the matchup. I know they're a physical team, and they're gonna meet meet mm-hmm. their physicality, right? I like you know, the yeah,
7: think. absolutely. And the collaboration in Miami between Spo and Karan, shout out Tough Juice and and, mm-hmm. and UD over there. They seem to have like an open form of discussion before even Spo gets to the bench. And you know that means you know what that means uh, in a yeah. locker room like that, especially in a playoff room. That means everything. So they just seem dialed in. Too much attention to detail, like we spoke earlier, and too much too much Spo.
6: Yeah, those those player voices definitely matter. Let's go to the Western Conference. They got Golden State plus one hundred and thirty, Phoenix plus two hundred and twenty, Memphis plus five hundred, and Dallas plus one thousand. How you going there?
7: Mm, Golden State. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna gonna, gonna take that Golden State. Uh, Phoenix was the sexy pick at first, you know, but until injuries happen, you know, the Western Conference is interesting because you got Luca's injury. Uh, you got the young Memphis team. Uh, you got Devin Booker's injury. You got Steph coming back from injury. So the Western Conference is really a lot, really predicated on health. But I'm gonna go with the Golden State Warriors. I like what I've seen. I think that uh, Denver's gonna push them just enough in this first round to get them geared up for the next round.
6: Yeah, Memphis and Dallas—they are not ready yet. They young team. Yeah. They, ain't, they they don't have the the team mm-hmm. they need to, to to pull this off. Phoenix, no Booker, no go. Uh, Golden State, <laughs> Golden, Golden State, healthy right now. They looking good. They've been there. Uh, that's the that's the smart bet with me going to Golden State.
7: Absolutely.
9: Let's go again. One more. One
6: more. One more, man. Oh man. All right, little bro. So we had a chance to have my brother, the real McDonald's game MVP, Shaheen Holloway, the new coach of Seton Hall. We had him on the show. Um, It's it's a a great show. He he told us a lot of stuff about how he was feeling and his journey to being where he is now, the head coach of Seton Hall. Check this tease out. You as the head coach, former head coach of St. Pete, made a historical NCAA
2: run uh, this past March, being able to build them up. Uh, not only into a Cinderella story, but just a well-disciplined team that played hard, had a lot of heart. Uh, What was that? Talk to us about that process and how that happened.
9: You know, it was, at first it was tough, right? Anytime you go from a high major to a low major, right? Um, Things that you're not used to, you know, as far as budget and how you travel and, you know, having a shrimp coach and things like that. So I had to work through all that stuff. But at the end of the day, to be honest with you, Matt, we just got dudes that that won the ball, right? Just dudes that was hungry, had a chip on his shoulder, that was under-recruited. Um, people didn't believe in them. I brought them in. You know, I like tough guys. I, I I played a certain way, so I want guys to fit my personality, right? So when I was going through the process of recruiting guys, I wanted guys like that, guys that, you know, just hungry and just got something to prove that want to, you know, <laughs> eat your food. You feel me?
2: Mm-hmm. And
9: that's kind of the guys I brought in.
2: But how hard was it, and what did you tell your guys uh, when you decided to take the Seton, uh, Seton, Seton Hall head spot?
9: Well I'll be honest with you, man. It was it was easy, right? Um not say so easy in this point, the guys made it easy for me. Right? I went in the locker room and we was in there for three hours, bro. Just mm-hmm. chopping it up, kicking it. And their will was like, coach, you gotta go. You know, that's home. You work your butt off for this opportunity. Like that's something that's we would do if we had the opportunity. Right. So when they told me that, you know, it was it, it made it easy for me.
2: That's beautiful. Uh, looking back on the journey, on the experience, what particularly stood out to you about this tournament run?
9: You know what? Just, right, for these guys, you know, and obviously I'm sitting here talking to you guys. I'm, I'm blessed to be here, but it wasn't for those guys. I wouldn't be, be here today talking to you guys, right? So for me, for them, it was like everything, right? You know, you at a mid-major, you know, you work your, your butt off. You look at this type of stuff on TV growing up. And for them guys to be in that spotlight and perform the way they perform, like, I just was sitting back taking it in. Like, for real, for real. Like, I'm sitting there like, these guys get a chance to build their brand right now, right? I just love the attention for them. And to be honest you you, just playing against the best teams and knocking them off. <laughs> real talk.
2: Feel that. What was it like uh, when you signed your name as the head coach at the alma well, mater? Right,
9: right. So, I'm going to be, you know, this is a real show, so you got to be, be real, right? When I looked at it, I had to make sure it was good because this is home. And with home, you don't want to mess it up, right? Mm-hmm. You want to go in there and make sure it's the right situation with the right people. And I trust the people that was here at the time right now. Um, and I can't mess it up. It's too important for me.
2: Yeah, it works. I think I speak for all of us. We're excited to see
6: what kind of culture you build over there. Next up, the Iverson Classic. I can't wait. Let's talk about this week. Uh, Jelani, obviously you've been there. Uh, you've been a, a part of everything I've been doing in Memphis. And it's a blessing to have Showtime CBS on board this year, and also Body Armor uh, coming on as a sponsor as well. I think it's going to be a beautiful thing, a beautiful week. Uh, I've been coaching since year one. I'm excited to, uh, to, to see what these kids going to bring again this year. But, Jelani, start it started off. What you looking forward to this week? Uh, uh, seeing from these young guys and your experience of the Allen Officer Classic? From my
7: experience, every everything, every the moment we got there, everything has been authentic. You know, shout out to Bobby and, and, and Ja. I have, haven't seen two guys that care so much about a project in a long time. Their passion speaks volumes. The minute I got there, the authenticity, the fact that we're leading an All-American game for Chuck is just baffling to me. And to see your passion about the project and how you pour into the kids, how when you first, you know what I mean, converted, you, you know, you've been, you actually kept going out there, you fasted, you went and prayed, uh, uh, kept, kept that schedule. So just watching everything come to, fr- to come to fruition. Obviously, shout out to Showtime and Showtime always reaching back and giving the voices, you know what I mean, to us, the athletes and trusting us to go out with different projects with the vision shout out bd shout out cbs for hasn't been a long time stack i want you to you know want to leave some room for you to talk about it but it hasn't been going on for like 10 or 15 years it's only been a couple years that a bunch of former players really got the chance you know really decided to get together to give you know uh, flowers to one of our most revered basketball players so i'd like to leave the floor to talk to you about how short a window that's been and then how good has it been for you know, Showtime and former players to get out. You know, get out and prop up on our own.
6: Yeah, man, three to four years, man. I just I, first I got to start with Bobby and Ja. I think you know, just the passion mm. of Bobby and him loving Chuck the way and loving AI the way we all love him mm. and want to see AI get his flowers. We as athletes don't really come across too many friends like that that want to see us get our flowers, but not just talk about it, go out by action and doing it the right way. And I think for AI to have this game, the Allen-, Allen Robinson Classic, right now to be just as big as the McDonald's game, if not bigger, I know one mm-hmm. thing it is that's different. We're way more authentic and we really are part of the culture with this game. It's just a blessing, man. And You know, like I said, Bobby and just, uh these two guys are, are, are angels to Chuck to be able to have this game. And for me to be a part of from year one, man, just to be able to coach these kids, be around them and understand and help them understand how important it is that one of ours, has a game. How important it is for us for them to come out there and really put on the show, play their hardest, and 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 behave just as good as they will behave at any other uh, high school right. uh, classic. You know, like so the McDonald's yeah. game and anything else. And, and we are providing more. You know, we have NBA players everywhere a part of it. Culture, We have the best coaches. Uh, uh, like you said, Showtime, CBS. Name another game that that, that that's affiliated with Showtime, CBS. So, uh, like I said, shout out to Bobby too, man. I think it's just everything is coming together for a reason, man. And I think the reason why it's happening because you're putting a whole a group a group of genuine men together to come up with great ideas, and all love Chuck the same, but all understand the business side of it, and we're making it work. You know what I mean? So, shout out to everybody involved, man. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know E Ray, everybody, Nate, everybody involved. With uh, with, with what we doing down there, and, and being involved with this Iverson Classic, it's it's a movie, man, and I'm just, I'm, I get emotional, but I'm I'm just happy that I'm being a part of something that Iverson deserves. No, I'm big
7: big time Eddie Murphy coming to America. I'm very happy to be here vibes when it it comes to uh, the Iverson Classic and being a part of the Showtime team and the Footprint team. So yeah, shout out to the team and everybody in town. Shout out to Bobby and Jai. And I can't wait to see you in Memphis in a couple days, brother. Closing thoughts stack you've obviously been very vocal on ig uh the last couple days the last couple weeks well the last of your whole ig lifetime but this last post in particular (laughs) you spoke on uh creators uh uh in our stories whether that be athletes black creators and and you know uh people that look like us you know if you if you follow stack uh stack five on instagram you will be very familiar for the post with the post, but I'd like to give this uh, give you a little time to expand on your post. I think feel that there was a little more that you wanted to say than you left a little meat on the bone, you know, as as opposed to your IG post. So I'm gonna just give you the floor to expand on what exactly you meant by that post.
6: Yeah, uh, well, you know, it's, it's at a point now where we can't be using other people for examples. I mean, you, using other people as excuses for our success. Or other people as excuses for telling our stories wrong mm. we have so many shows now we have so many avenues and platforms like we have with all the smoke award-winning shows like ours and other and other platforms that we control our own narrative and it seems anytime we have um, some type of issue or go through something in life where it blows up in the media and it's just an instant hit when people talk about it it's drama when it's time for us to really air, air things out and, and really clear the story out and tell the truth, we always go to places where these are the same people that was demeaning you the whole time, right? So and, and then you run to them to tell you, you run to them to tell your story, and really they're not laughing. They're not laughing with you. They're laughing at you. And we put ourselves in, this, in, the, in these predicaments so many times where our story's been getting told by other people, and after after it's all over the media, all over the tabloids. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, why they they twisted it like that? They didn't ask me that that way, you know. So it just it, it just sucks that we still trying to use um, other people for excuses. When we work so hard to be in the position we are now to be able to have podcasts, to be able to have shows that we control our own narrative, to tell our own stories and tell them the right way. I appreciate all the athletes and guests that's been on our show because that's what they trust us to do. They come there and want to catch that vibe that we bring, but also expect us to touch on some real topics and to and to open up to them the same way they open up to us, but they know they're guarded at the same time. We're not trying to demean anyone. And a lot of rappers are, are using... Uh, million dollars a game with gillian wallow as their platform to tell their stories because they know it's going to be told right it ain't going to be watered down and people Mm going to be able to hear it clear we have to take advantage of each other uh and 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 support each other and be proud of each other but being in a position that for a long time we couldn't be in right so we got to take advantage of these these opportunities
7: the doors are open if we don't get it together and, and and rally up like so many other communities and like we always talk about in our community about rallying together and putting the play together and making it beneficial for me for everybody one thing that I, I i love about working for showtime and honestly why i feel so honored to be working about working with you and matt is that the time nobody knows the time and effort you guys put into this and even before i came on there was a grace period where yeah, to make sure you sweat me about being, you know, technically making sure I got everything, studying everything, shout out to E, who you know what I mean, who I who I studied underneath. So the authenticity cannot be duplicated. It's not fake, nothing about this show is fake. I think we always have a responsibility, even in the edits when I'm on the post side about making sure we're painting everybody with enough love and light as you and Matt do on the show. So, and I know everybody on the team takes that very seriously, whether it's the cameraman, the audio guy, it's just a, like, it really feels like almost like an NBA environment where, you know, somebody's coming from the front office and you know, somebody's helping you with this and that. Like, I take my job very seriously. You know what I mean? I'm very proud to wear it, all the Smoke merchandise I take you know, my my relationship with you and Matt seriously, you know, obviously we are ours is gonna, we knew each other for a long time, but it's continuing to evolve in this space. And I couldn't wholeheartedly agree with you about taking advantage about using us to tell our stories. And then we don't have an excuse to blame somebody else.
6: Yeah. And I, I gotta, I gotta go back and give that shout out to Showtime. You know, this one thing I love yeah. about the partnership They let us us control our own environment. Like, one thing about once once you meet me and Matt, you'll understand that we open to everybody, you know, love for all who have love for all. We we stand on that. You know what I mean? And we want to see everybody win. So, if we can create that type of environment, you know, where all races working together, getting the job done, everybody feeling good, uh, enjoying their work work Mm -hmm. environment, if we can create this environment in such a short time, there's so many other people that's willing to create that environment, but don't have that, don't have the opportunity, right? So if yeah. you see people with that opportunity, continue to support them, and if you know they're painting the narrative the right way and doing the right thing and not trying to demean any race or any culture, you got to support them because that's the type of shows we need on TV, and that's the people that need to be controlling the narrative.
7: What he said. What's Burning? Available every week on At Showtime YouTube.
6: And on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. Y'all have a good one. Peace.